Welcome to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of the Wealthcare Investment Center. Each week, we discuss strategies to help you preserve, protect, and enhance your wealth because saving for retirement is just the beginning. We've developed an innovative approach to retirement wealth and tax management, powerful strategies to help you get the most from your nest egg and help you live the retirement you want and deserve. Have a question for the team? Connect with us at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Or call 888-888-5601. 888-888-5601. Get more retirement starts now. Along with Bruce Smith, I'm Cheryl White. Coming up on the show today, are you a saver or a spender? And before you answer, think carefully because the answer may reveal a lot about you. The average net worth of American families set a new high last year. Are you a mini millionaire? And the stock market had a very good day on November 1st. What the Federal Reserve may have had to do with that. Hello, Bruce Smith. Hey, good morning, good morning, and hello, everybody out there. Well, it's uh, been an interesting week or so. A new shopper poll by Citizens Pay seems to show a connection between the way we manage money and our overall happiness. So, Bruce, this survey seemed to find that spenders considered themselves to be generally happier. Yeah, I mean, I, I think anybody would admit, you know, spenders are generally happy because of the immediate gratification they get from whatever they bought or whatever they wanted. Um, you know, and, and, you know, the downside of that in many cases is you've consumed capital for immediate gratification for that trip or that, that object you wanted or that new car or whatever it is. And if you don't pay attention to, you know, your savings, your cash pile for retirement, you may find yourself with a lot of stuff in retirement and not necessarily the capital you need to pay the bills. You know, it's, it's really funny. We just, uh, we met with, with a couple that, uh, they were so happy that they were debt free as they were entering retirement and but they hadn't saved a ton of money for retirement. They were kind of rated right the lower edge of, of the people we deal with at about a half million dollars total for their whole future. And and when we looked at the numbers, you know, it was it was very, very tight. And, and they're like, well, how can that be? Our house is paid for. I said, well, I said, you know. Your house is paid for, but it's not free. You still have property taxes. You still have insurance. You still have these different, you have the upkeep. You know, you have maintenance on the property. You have your, your mowing and all that. You know, I said, so you have expenses that go along with owning that house. It's not just the house payment alone. And that's a mistake a lot of people make. So I think spenders may be happy. Savers may have more money down the road. What we find is that the savers maintain that sometimes that frugality into retirement, and maybe they're so worried about running out of money that they, they forget to live, and that's a big problem. I think the people that have the best approach are the people that, number one, are cost-efficient. I don't want to say frugal, that they're, they're penny-pinchers to the nth degree, but you know they, they're careful about what they spend money on. They watch the interest rates if they're borrowing money. They look for coupons. And I always say, you know, it's what is that dollar worth today and what is that dollar worth tomorrow? Uh, and I have to tell you, I've avoided many vices in my life. For example, smoking. You know, it's like how could, you know, back in the day, I don't know what it was, two bucks for a pack of cigarettes. It's like, yeah, but if you're smoking a pack a day, that's $60 a month and why would I want to do that and harm my health you know now I mean I've accumulated wealth where I, I am having fun I'm not retired yet but I still am very very careful what I pay for stuff you know there is another way to look at spending if you're buying quality things or buying things that you know you will sell in the future when you downsize so you know that has to be figured into the equation also well you know you mentioned something a moment ago I thought was so interesting and I think it's so true is that there are people who are so used to saving that when they get into retirement and they've done really well and you've shown them you're fine, it's difficult to transition into using that money. Absolutely. That is one of the biggest challenges. The first thing we always tell people is that we can help you with the financial side of retirement. But the first thing you have to get in order to really have a, a great, enjoyable, balanced retirement is your lifestyle. What is it you're going to do? You know, is it going to be pickleball? Is it going to be whatever? <laughs> because the money side really is meaningless if you have nothing to do. If you're just going to plop down on a lazy boy and watch reruns of, of whatever your program is, then having that money doesn't mean anything. You know, so the idea of, of saving for retirement was to fund a lifestyle. I can't tell you the number of people that come in and, and, and you know, especially if, if you have both of them working and they've amassed a million, a million five, two million dollars for their retirement in their 401ks. And they say, you know, so we develop a retirement budget. And let's say that it's 
$80,000. And you find out that they're each going to get 30000 from Social Security. So there's 60000 of the 80000 They need a $20,000 supplement plus inflation to get through retirement. And they've got a million or a million five sitting in their retirement bucket. And they're worried. They're, they're mortified. And it's like, well, no. Let me show you if we even cancel out one of the Social Security. So let's say you're both alive and they reduce your Social Security by 50%. You would still be fine. You know, so that's the case for having a comprehensive financial plan that you're taking advantage of all the opportunities, not just to grow your money, but to retain and hold on to that money by minimizing the amount that goes to Uncle Sam out of your pile of cash. So you are a spender, whether you like it or not. You know, Uncle Sam will make sure you're a spender from your retirement account when you hit required distributions where you start to lose control of your retirement. And we show people how to minimize the amount that goes to Uncle Sam, have the most to benefit your lifestyle. And yes, we do help those people that are, have been savers for so long. We had one I really always enjoy this story. They came in and, and they were avid savers. They'd been retired three or four years. And every year they would take a, a single withdrawal and and they would take a trip to Florida, you know, they three or four or $5,000. And so they, they said, hey, we're going to be wanting to take that withdrawal in a couple months. And I said, tell you what, I said, you know, come in, let's have a chat. So we sat down and I said, what's your fantasy trip? I don't know, what are you talking about? I said, what, if you could go anywhere in the world, you know, where would you like to go? And she looked at him and he looked at her and he goes, well, where would you go? And she said, Tuscany. Oh. I'd love to go to Tuscany. And it's like, okay. I said, look, you guys are fine. I said, you know, let's take 20 grand and do it right. And they did. And they came back and they're like, Bruce, we never would have done that. Oh, my God. And we're so glad we did it. As a matter of fact, we'd like to do it every three or four years and go somewhere like that with that kind of a trip. That's smart planning, not just from the money side, but from the lifestyle side. And that's a very, very critical and very important for retirement. Oh, that's a great story. If you'd like to connect with Bruce and his team at WealthCare, I'm going to give you the number right now because that sounds great to me. The story you just told, that really resonated with me, and I'm betting it did with a lot of other people too. 888-888-5601. Don't worry, we'll give you the number again in just a couple of moments. Hey, Bruce, we often talk about generating income in retirement. Mm -hmm. So today I want to ask you about an income trust. Is that something worth considering? And, and what is it? The income trust is another one of these offshoots. It's looking at things like real estate trust, things like this, where there's a collection of, of income generating assets that are held in a either a personal trust or a publicly traded trust. And then they, they issue shares. So instead of you owning for example, uh, say an apartment building in your town, okay, where, you know, you're taking all the risk and you're the landlord and they're calling you at three in the morning when the hot water heater doesn't work or whatever it is, you know, but instead, so an investment firm might own $20 million worth of apartment buildings and they're receiving this rent revenue, obviously cash flow, and they have management costs and they have, you know, repair costs and things. So it's all put together in kind of one nice package where they say, okay, we're going to put this into a trust and then it will be managed. It will be accounted for as far as value, you know, of that revenue coming in, you invest and that helps them buy more buildings or, or whatever their commercial properties, malls, believe it or not. Yes, malls, you know, hmm. so they take the revenue from that and that establishes an income stream to you to develop a big chunk of the income that they're receiving to the shareholders. Being a trust, it's how the taxes are different because they're not really getting the tax burden, but it's coming to the income that you receive from the trust. Okay, that way that they don't get taxed and then you get taxed. There's only one person getting taxed, but unfortunately it is you. People, it seems easy, you know, but, but the fact is, for example, we can look at some real estate investment trusts now that are not in good shape because what did they do? They bought into malls. They were buying into malls across America. But what do you see happening with malls? <laughs> no one's there. Yeah. You just see the stores just, you know, trickle out, trickle out, trickle out because of the internet. And, you know, so if you had a, a commercial mall property that had 300 stores in it and those 300 stores were all paying rent there was a substantial cash flow from owning that mall. But then if, you know, 290 of those renters are no longer there, there's not even enough money coming in to pay the taxes on the building, let alone distribute income. So, you know, you still have the risk of what it is that they are investing in and what's going on with that. So, I mean, it's, it's like any other investment. There are 
good bond funds, there are bad bond funds. There are good investment stock funds, there, there are lame stock funds. There are good real estate investment trusts, there are bad real estate investment trusts. We've talked about phantom gains. You've got to be careful on how some of the gains work in some of these trusts and such. They are a more complex instrument. Depending on how the investment is structured, you may not have liquidity. We see that quite often where somebody has put $100,000 into a real estate trust. They loved it when the income was coming in. Now the income has dried up because the properties aren't performing. You can't just go there like a mutual fund and say, sell me out. You know, they'll say, you know, it's not liquid. They may say, well, we'll offer to buy your shares and we'll offer you 50 cents on the dollar or 20 cents on the dollar or whatever. So, you know, it's not a goose with a golden egg providing income. Hmm, interesting. Well, if you'd like to talk with Bruce and the team at WealthCare about any of the topics that we discuss here on the show, give them a call. The number is 888-888-5601. The number again in just a moment. But first, I want to let you know what's coming up on the show. The American Millionaires Club got a whole lot of new members last year. Why the Fed is leaving interest rates alone for now and how the inflation fight could impact influence the presidential election as get more retirement with bruce smith continues what do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good most likely you'll get a second opinion shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way your financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio at the wealth care investment center a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies could help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a consistent plan for income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a second opinion to help you manage your wealth just like you manage your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the WealthCare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Okay, Bruce, you know that. That's the theme from the <laughs> Munsters TV show, right? Oh, yeah. Were you a fan? Oh, my gosh, so funny. Yes, absolutely. I mean, if, uh, she was always kind of hot. Fred Gwynn just knocked it out of the park. You know? and, <laughs> it was and, so funny. And, and I loved him and my cousin Vinny oh, as no. the judge. Oh, Me too. He, he was just awesome. It, that was, I always thought that was really great. You got to see him. You know, not just in the, the Herman Munster role. You know, you got to see him in other roles, and that, that was really good. Let's move into something else here with all of the economic challenges, Bruce, that, that we have faced uh, recently, and I'm talking about the last year or so. The average net worth of American families in 2022 topped $1 million for the first time. That's the yeah. average net worth. And so I looked at the Fed survey of consumer finances. So who are these people? Well, these millionaires tend to be college graduates, okay. and age also tends to be a factor. Okay. So when we're, we're talking about the older you are, the more likely you are, according to the survey of consumer finances. Oh, yeah. If I was doing this survey and I'm not, the headline would be millionaires with an asterisk beside it. And it would say before taxes <laughs> you ah. know, because, you know, you're a, a 650,000 heir. Wait a minute. What happened to my other 350 grand? Oh, that went to Uncle Sam, you know. So one of the reasons why we're seeing these millionaires is it's not, you know, hey, I own that house and, and I own those cars and I own that property and I have this and I'm worth a million dollars and it's mine. You know, it's not that kind of a, of a setup. It's, you know, how much do you have in your 401k? How much do you have safe retirement? Our average client is about a million four. And, you know, again, when you look at that, and it's typically, they don't necessarily need to be college educated, but they are typically people that are career people and they can be in utilities. They can certainly be educators. You know, we, we see a lot of college people where they've invested and, and deferred monies into their college. They're associated uh, 403B where they work at college. Uh, we see a lot of that, but you know, again, that money they have on paper, they mm. are a millionaire plus or a two millionaire, but in reality, they're 75% of that. 
And that's probably one of the biggest fallacies as far as retirement is, is that, you know, we, we get so immersed with the media of, of the financial industry and from the banks and from the insurance companies. And, you know, and for a lot of people, they're thinking, oh, if I have a million dollars, I'm set for life, you know. And I hate to tell you, but a million dollars just doesn't go that far. You know, it's it, it really doesn't. The hardest thing we do, the, the hardest part of, of doing comprehensive planning is it all sounds great and it all works great. It works very smoothly in the conversation until you look at somebody in the eye and we say, do you have a budget? And the wife and husband will look at each other and go, mm, no, we don't. Why? Because you're working, you're getting a paycheck and you use that paycheck as the guideline, the yardstick of how much money you can spend today and, and if you're doing pre-tax dollars going to 401k then that money that's coming to you you've already put your savings back you know if you're hopefully you're saving 10 percent, 15 percent, 20 percent, and so i can spend that so they don't really have a budget they just say oh yeah well you know i want that i have money in the bank to do it. i'll buy it you know and, and it's not really a budget per se but but when you hit that period of unemployment when you no longer have that job you know they had the party for you you know there was a lot of balloons and cake and fun and a funny hat and you know all that and then you came out of that party with a few gifts and you kind of go wow i'm unemployed and that's the reality of it and since you retired you don't get unemployment checks you know you just you're unemployed you stopped getting a paycheck so what do i do to replace that paycheck and that's where the challenge really comes in. If you need twenty-five or thirty-five or forty-five thousand dollars, you're going to have to take maybe sixty thousand out of that account to get where you're going to be. Well, sixty thousand on a million dollars—that's a six percent withdrawal rate. That's about double the recommended withdrawal rate today. So you'll burn things down, and you will run out of money. Wow. So if a client comes into you, a couple comes in, and they say they have a million or even $2 million, is that the process you go through? We start with a clean sheet of paper because everybody's different. You know, you can have 10 people that come in with a million dollars, and you might find that for their situation that four of them are going to be perfectly fine with a million dollars, but six of them are going to need more money than a million dollars to retire. Math has no emotion. So when we build the plan, you know, you're going to get a true accounting of what you need for your lifestyle, how much you need to cover Uncle Sam's share, what's the source of the money, what's, where's the income going to come from, what are we going to do about inflation, what if one of us dies prematurely, all of these kind of what ifs, and that's the beauty. And once you build the plan, it's a living, breathing thing. This is not somebody who said, hey, buy this product and you'll be fine. You know, and that's obviously the thing I rail against, you know, in the financial industry. I was a broker for 11 years. I did that for a living. I understand how that works. But, you know, when you buy that product, the broker's on to the next person to sell them the product. And maybe it works out for you, maybe it doesn't. And in many cases, we find that people's situations change and the suitability of that particular item or product may not fit. But, you know, today more than ever, we find that more and more people are calling us. Uh, we've got a lot of calls off radio. And if you're listening and you said, hey, I've listened to this guy for years, I hear more and more of that. In the last six months, I've probably heard more of that than ever. I've listened to you for 10 years and, and I decided it was time to really come in and see you. <laughs> You know, it's like, okay, we've had a few situations where after the meeting, the, the spouse is going, why weren't we here five years ago? You know, why mm -hmm. don't we come in, come in sooner? We don't bite. You're never going to get a sales <laughs> pitch. I think the number one comment we hear is, you know, you really are what you say you are on the air. You really do what you say you're going to do on the air. And, and we do. There's no look over here, look over there type that we don't do that. This is my avocation. This is what I do. It's what I love to do. You know, you start out, the first thing that everybody gets is, you know, we're all on the same page. I, you know, no matter where you are in the retirement cycle, if you're five years from retirement, 10 years from retirement, currently retiring next week, next month, at the beginning of the year, or you've been retired for five, 10, or 15 years, there's one thing that, that brings all of us together is that every single one of those people listening can agree with this. They want to get the most out of the money they have saved for their retirement. Doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter where you work, doesn't matter your ethnicity, none of those things. It's, I want to get the most out of what I've saved. You've worked hard, you've saved that money, and you don't want to squander it, you don't want to waste it, you don't want to pay unnecessary taxes, you don't want to pay unnecessary fees. You know, you say, how do I get the most out of my money? And that's something that is very universal across everybody. And that's exactly our focal point. For your situation, what are the opportunities that fit best for you to achieve that universal goal? Bruce, do you find that sometimes people underestimate what they're going to need on a yearly basis? We all want the easy path. <laughs> Nobody really purposely wants to take the hard path. The financial industry has lulled us into complacency because everything is a quick answer, a thumb rule, if you will. 
especially right now, we're starting to see this now again because, you know, we're seeing CD rates now 5%, 5.5%, whatever. So somebody in their head, this is what they do. They go, okay, I have a million dollars. So if I can get 6% on it, that's $60,000 a year. And they go, with that in Social Security, I can live good in retirement. Well, no, it doesn't work that way. First of all, there's nowhere you're going to go and get a 6% guaranteed for the rest of your life type thing unless you type your money in in an annuity, and that may or may not be a good thing for you. So, you know, you're getting 6%, but now, you know, whenever you get the check, you're going to find out that you're not getting 60,000 a year, you're getting 45,000 a year or 40,000 a year. And you go, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I was supposed to get five grand a month. Why am I getting 3,500? You're getting it because you have to send money to Uncle Sam. Taxes. You got to remember those taxes. You know, they, they were in your paycheck, but it happened automatically. You didn't cause it to happen. Now you have to do it. It's your responsibility. Yes, we can take it out automatically, but the check you get is not going to be that $5,000 a month. So the underestimation occurs when people are trying to find a quick way to do head math and just say, yeah, I'm going to be fine. And then they race up to retirement and about 20 to 30% of those people will come in to see us and they said, hey, I just wanted to check my numbers. They really aren't looking to to work with an advisor necessarily or what have you. And, and we go through their numbers and they're kind of going, wait a second, <laughs> this isn't what I thought it was supposed mm-hmm. to be. You know, and it's like, well, here's why. We've beat it to death on this show now for probably 18 years. People will spend more time planning their vacation than they will for the rest of their life in retirement. You know, so one trip, one time this year, I'll invest more of my time than I will to make an appointment and sit down and say, okay, let's start with a clean sheet of paper. Let's go through our stuff. For the person that feels pretty confident with their planning, you know, it'll be an affirmation of what they thought. For the person who's done no planning, it's the right way to start because only 40% of the people out there have a plan. But if you've got a living, breathing plan and it wasn't influenced by some kind of a sales pitch, you're going to see what your numbers really are. The math will bear out the real situation. And we account for everything. You know, that's why we ask the questions that we do in our interview process. We look over everything. We look at the tax return. We look at the investment statements. We look at the risk factor you're taking. And then we look at the opportunities and say, okay, do you want this to be part of your plan? Would you like to have this in your plan? How about this? And what we find is most people want all of those opportunities, but most of them have never had those opportunities even discussed with them because it wasn't available. And obviously the biggest one is if you log on to your retirement site or your your retirement statement and look at the bottom of it, you know, and it says, we do not provide tax advice. You know, they're telling you, we don't do that. But then they give you a warning, seek professional guidance before making any transactions. And if you're going to make a whole lifetime of transactions, you might want to see what the tax impact is and what is available to you as an opportunity to minimize those taxes, to have more money for that lifestyle. And that's where things become very unique at WealthCare. You can make the call right now, 888-888-5601, to connect with WealthCare and Bruce Smith, 888-888-5601. A lot more on the way. No hike, but no break either. Why the Fed is holding steady. And the IRS has announced some changes for 2024. We'll let you in on those as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so... It's time for you to get a second opinion from the WealthCare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial market, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level of planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Along with Bruce Smith, I'm Cheryl White. Chumbawamba. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you know that one. You do you do that to try to trick me. <laughs> Sometimes I do, and you know what? It rarely works. <laughs> Chumba Wumba. Wow, there's a good one, man. I, that is there's... a good one. Hey, Bruce, the Federal Reserve is leaving the benchmark interest rate where it is for now. In their November 1st statement, the Fed pointed out that tighter financial and credit conditions may impact economic activity, hiring, and inflation. So what do they mean by that? <laughs> I love that whole statement when you read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, We're sitting pat right now because we think that our decisions may impact people economically. Well, thank you very much for that interesting mm-hmm. insight. I, I hadn't considered that. <laughs> <laughs> you realize this was like a half a sentence or a one sentence soundbite back in the Walter Cronkite days. You know, you didn't have this, the Fed, the Fed, the Fed, the Fed, the Fed, and it's in front of you 27 times mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah, I mean, the Fed, sticking pat, interest rates are higher. If businesses need money, they're paying more for that. And if if they're paying more, then they're going to pass those costs along to the consumer. That raises the prices of things. As far as companies, you know, being able to do what they do, either they're raising money through shareholders investing money or they're borrowing money. And you have a market decline because of not as much profitability being shown by companies, then what happens is people don't invest or they pull investments from that company and go to a different company. And all of a sudden they need to borrow money to do what they were doing because they don't have shareholder money. So it's a very big, giant, vicious cycle. As interest rates are high, the economy has a tendency to slow down because spending slows down. People would rather hold on to their money or use their money for more efficient things because you know I don't want to pay that high interest rate. So if they're not buying as much, companies aren't clearing their lots out. There's a lot of inventory. And you know the one thing that never changes in economic data is supply and demand. Mm-hmm. And if demand is down, supply will swell. And if supply swells, then people's profitability goes down, and so goes the market. You know, the Fed was being nice. I don't know if this is a Christmas present from them necessarily. You know, there's just a lot of other impact factors that will uh, affect us long term. It is a big deal what the Fed does and, and the long-range impact on our economy and on our personal finances. And the presidential election. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without question. You have your incumbent. This is not picking on any, any political person, but, you know, if you have an incumbent – and you find that, uh, you know, we have higher interest rates. We have still maybe unsatisfactory inflation per se. If you've got a war going on somewhere or two or three places, I mean, it's just a lot of things that are political impact from economic data or other social issues or what have you. You and I both know, you know, years and years and years ago, I mean, the, the goal was it's almost like hiring somebody to run your business. You know, if you're not running it yourself, you want the best person to be able to provide the best opportunity, the best growth, the best, you know, moving things forward for your business. And and if you're electing a politician, that's the same thing that you wanted. And those talking points just get lost in a river of information and data and emotional data and things like that. And financial data, you know, with regard to the Fed is certainly one of those key strokes. Yeah. Which one was it? Which campaign? I'm trying to remember. Uh, It's the economy, stupid. Who was that? Uh, Was it Bush? I think it was Bill Clinton. I'm not sure, but I think I I think it might have been Bill Clinton. I'll look that up. But but it just points to the fact that the economy and what's happening with the economy becomes a major player. Oh, yeah. I can't get out of my head what we talked about a couple weeks ago when you said it was, what, $2.1 billion industry for Halloween. Mm -hmm. I I just I can't get that out of my head. It's like how, you know, really we spend that kind of money on Halloween of all of all the holidays in the world. You know, like, really? That one just blew me away. So, yeah, but if you've got tough economic times, if it's affecting you at the family level, then you're angry, you're upset and you're saying, why is this happening? You know, my elected officials, my government, my economic advisors, you know, that run this country should be doing a better job. Of course, lurking in the background of all of this is the inevitable, which is the national debt. You know, as interest rates have gone up, the interest on the national debt, ladies and gentlemen, has gone up significantly. I've been in a number of economic meetings 
where they've computed the interest alone on the national debt and how it basically now is going to supersede. It will pass our expense for national defense. It will also unfunded liabilities like Social Security. It will impact. So, you know, there's a lot of things of, of we have this debt. How are we going to pay the interest on this debt? And in paying that interest, we're going to be not having the assets, not having the funding to provide for other things small things like national defense or social security mm -hmm. or what have you, you know, that's another downfall of the high interest rates. And as those impacts begin and you hear about cutbacks in the military or, you know, we keep hearing about potential cutbacks in social security. I mean, if there was ever a rally cry for you to sit down with a financial advisor, with a comprehensive planner, including especially tax elements and say, you know, Hey, I need to know that I'm getting the most I can get out of this money in case the government reduces what I thought I was going to get for Social Security. And let's look and say, well, what if they reduce Social Security by 20%? How would that impact you? If you don't have a plan and you haven't run your numbers, you're just guessing. And that's not a guess that people can really afford to take in today's world and in the future world that you're going to have throughout your retirement. I mean, that's why it's so critical to run your numbers for your situation. You know, I looked it up. It was Bill Clinton's campaign, by the way. It's the economy, stupid. And of course, of course, Cheryl was right. Um, how, what uh, was I thinking? And President uh, George H.W. Bush blamed Fed Chair Alan Greenspan for his unsuccessful reelection bid in 92. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it plays a huge part. And next year, I think we're going to just be hearing probably 90 percent about the economy in the presidential campaign. But before we get into 2024, it's seems to me, Bruce, that this is a perfect time to get together with you guys at WealthCare and talk about a plan, to get a plan in place. So you start 2024 knowing where you're headed. Oh, absolutely. Everything we're looking at, I mean, and, and you don't have to look real hard and say, what are the things that can derail my retirement in the future? Higher taxes can easily derail reduce Social Security benefits, certainly could derail. Lower performing markets. I mean, we still have people that are looking out there and saying, oh, I think I can average 7 or 8% because I, I see 12 and 14 and 20% market years. And I just don't think you're going to see them. You know, people are really, I think they're a little disillusioned, quite frankly. If you're banking on that kind of a future and it doesn't occur, you're going to be in a world of hurt financially. The S&P 500 we love but one of the cautionary asterisks that you put beside it is, you know, is that what's driving the S&P these days? It's not the collection of 500 companies. It's the dominators. It's the Microsofts, the Googles, the Amazons, you know, the Netflix, things like that. So this is a different game. This is not your father's or your grandfather's retirement plan. This is a different animal. And you want to make sure that your plan is set up to get the most for you and your family. Absolutely. And start the new year with a retirement plan that's tailored to you because everyone's different. Bruce, you say that all the time. Uh, when you talk with folks, you're looking at individuals, not just something well, like this is what we generally find to be the case. But you're talking to people and their lives and their goals and what they want out of retirement. It's custom fit. Yes, custom exactly. Fit. Yes. Perfect. Yes. So here's the number. It's 888 888-888. 5601. And you can call that number right now. 888-888-5601 for wealth care. Now, just ahead, if you're still working, you can put a little more in your 401k next year. We'll tell you how much more. And we'll give you a little snippet of the new Beatles song after decades. Well, it's sort of new anyway. I get more retirement with Bruce Smith. We'll be right back. What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? 
your nest egg's financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies can help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for your retirement income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a fresh diagnosis. Because managing your wealth can be just as important as managing your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealthcare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online. That's wealthkare.com. I want to eat fried oysters without <laughs> that song is crazy. Okay, this is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I'm Cheryl White. Bruce, if uh, folks are still working, they can put a little more into their 401ks next year. The IRS has announced the contribution limit for 2024 is $23,000. That's not much more, but a little more. Oh, yeah, it was 500 bucks. It's $500, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I personally think they, they should have moved it up a couple thousand dollars, but that may sound like a lot. If you're making 100 grand a year, that's 20%, a little over 20%. Believe it or not, you know there are, there are more people than you know that are doing that, maximizing their 401k contributions, because if you just take that number alone, so let's just say $20,000 times 40 working years, you know, and first of all, obviously, you didn't have twenty thousand dollars to throw in it whenever you started working, but you know that's eight hundred thousand dollars over your lifetime. I mean, you're realistically not going to maybe put half that away. Well, even if four hundred grand doubles or triples, you're at eight hundred thousand or one point two million. It's probably still not enough. You know, so that's the key to this thing. If if you're contributing, you know, how much is that pile of cash, that nest egg you've accumulated? How does it fit in the grand scheme of things? And if you're five years from retirement. How much will my contributions help me? Or what can I do as an alternative to contributing to the 401k? And, you know, we sit down with a lot of people and say, look, you know, here's how you can really get some serious long-term value by maybe not contributing as much and, and doing some Roth conversion pieces now, you know, even while you're working and, and start accumulating that tax-free money that's going to grow tax-free the rest of your life. So, you know, that's an interesting sidebar that, that people say, well, I've never thought about that. I've never considered that. And we build plans for those people and they're like, yeah, I like this a lot better. So because, you know, as you're contributing this money, even though it's $500 more, it's still money that you are agreeing to pay taxes later on this money. Mm-hmm. So whatever the tax rate is today, if that tax rate's higher in the future, it's going to cost you more money, you know, instead of paying the taxes once and never again and getting tax-free growth the rest of your life on that money and be able to take tax-free withdrawals and avoid losing control of your retirement due to the requirement of distributions. Under current tax rules, the Roth doesn't have those distribution limits. So this is really important. This is the, I'm gonna say the, the automated, simplistic, 10-second response way to save for retirement. Is it necessarily the best way for you to save retirement? Not necessarily. There may be a much more powerful and more effective strategy for you. Bruce, I want to go back to the the Roth. When does it make sense to do that if there is a time? Or is there a time, maybe I should rephrase that, to consider doing that? It's different for every family. Every situation is different. You know, how much have you accumulated? How many years till retirement? Or are you retiring now? Or have you been retired for five years? You know, how much do you need for income? All of these factors have to be weighed on a case-by-case basis to determine the viability, the power that's available from such a strategy. The strategy may not fit you. The strategy may fit you for a small portion of doing that. It may uh, be significant. One thing I do want to clear up, and we've seen this in a number of appointments recently, is that when we say about Roth or Roth conversions, a lot of people are coming in with the, the presumption that we're going to tell them, just convert all your money to a Roth this year. 
and pay this massive, ridiculous tax bill. And no, I mean, I mean, in most cases, that doesn't make any sense. It's just too much of a, of a destruction of capital to do that. What we find is here's the sweet spot for your situation of how you utilize Roths and Roth conversions. But also the other question we keep hearing is, well, how am I going to pay the taxes? We do not tell you to reach into your checkbook and pay these taxes. These taxes are being paid out of your investment account. So if you're retired and you're getting X amount of income, it isn't like you're going to deplete income or draw down that income so you can pay your tax bill. We, our system actually functions and shows you at paying the taxes out of the retirement account and the impact of that and how the system works. So it's a way to maximize your wealth, but we do not want to reduce your income stream. In many cases, we can increase that income stream by having a more effective plan. You know, Bruce, we uh, talk about on the show, if you've saved $500,000 or more to call mm-hmm. for a complimentary appointment with the wealth care team. Yes. Why 500000 I know that you chose that amount for a specific reason. You have to see it for your situation to, to understand it. But in most cases, and, and this is our experience, in most cases, we find that the value, the increased wealth over time coming from the tax management strategies, the forward-looking tax strategies that we're building into the planning are worth much, much more to the consumer than the investment return that they were expecting on their money. So currently your banks, your insurance companies, your Wall Street people, they're, we're always having that investment conversation. How much can I make on my money? You know, and, and the fact is, you know, you, you, while you're trying to make money with no guarantee, you're losing money significantly out the back door to taxes. It's, and expecting higher future tax rates means more of that money is leaving your account, and in some cases, without your control in the future. So the tax planning is often much more valuable. So we want to be able to help all the people we possibly can, but at the same time, because of how powerful the tax planning strategies are, and they're not getting that offered by their current advisor, if they're do-it-yourselfers, they're not seeing this. I mean, this is a unique opportunity for them. Tax-free income, the ability of tax-free growth on the money, the ability to uh, avoid, reduce, or eventually eliminate Social Security taxes, to reduce or eventually eliminate required minimum distributions. I mean, these are all things people say, I want that. They didn't know they could do this. But 500000 is kind of that beginning point where the tax strategy really starts to have significant value for people going forward. We're not trying to be discriminatory and say, oh, you know, you have $100,000, you're not good enough for us. That's not the case. You know, 500000 is is where the tax strategies really start to take hold. Will they work for somebody who has $100,000? Yes. Will they make a significant difference in most cases? No. So that's the reason for that tipping point at $500,000. And, you know, and $500,000 is the number we talk about. But most of the people that, that come and see us are people that have saved a million, a million, two, a million, five, two million dollars, you know, amassed in their 401ks and their workplace retirements, collection with all IRAs and et cetera. But and they're saying, hey, this is money I've never paid tax on. I keep hearing you talk about tax stuff. I don't have any idea what that tax bill looks like. I mean, it's almost like buying a car and never having a window sticker and just trusting the dealer that he's going to give you the right price for that vehicle. I mean, that would be foolish. You know, so people, you need to say, here's what your taxes are going to be without planning. Here's what that lifetime projected taxes bill looks like with our planning. And it's to benefit you during your lifetime. The byproduct is that, you know, regardless of when you die, if you hand this money off to the kids, they've got to pay the taxes and, and have all the money paid paid out and taxes paid on it within 10 years. You know, what's that tax bill going to look like? You know, we don't want to make you suffer during your lifetime to benefit the kids, but a byproduct of us being smart during your lifetime and reducing that lifetime tax bill, more of that money goes to the kids without them paying taxes because you worked hard for this money. This was your pile of cash you worked for. On average, quite often able to reduce that lifetime income tax bill by a projected 40% or more. And we're talking about, you know, if you have a million dollar account, that tax savings might be a quarter million dollars, $300,000, $400,000 over your lifetime. That's money you get to keep. That's money you could spend. That's money you could do to increase your lifestyle or pass more money onto your heirs. Would you like to hear more about that? You can call right now, 888-888-5601. Let me give you that number again, 888 888- 
888-5601. That's reaching out to Bruce Smith and his team at WealthCare. Hey, Bruce, you know that new Beatles song has been released. Have you heard it? You know, I, I there was a special on Apple TV mm-hmm. to to watch it, and I didn't. Uh, I, I knew that I knew the, the just the basic story behind it. Uh, so what they found, I guess they they had some tracks uh, that John had laid down, and so the, the and, and they they had some just. I think this was, was was material they found, and they decided to come in and, and let's go ahead and finish it up. So and that's kind of how it came to be, right? Yeah, you want to hear a little bit? Sure. So who does that sound like to you? Paul McCartney. Sounds like like Paul, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't it, I mean, not only the the voice, but I'm talking about the general sound of the song. I know the volume was a little low there, but it, it sounds, the orchestration and all of that sounds very Paul to me. Right. I agree. I agree. So apparently they were putting together an anthology album and they were recording songs. And yeah, you're right. John Lennon's vocals were drowned out by a piano or something. Mm-hmm. No one liked it. So they uh, put it aside. And then over the years, they other band members recorded bits and pieces here and there. But they couldn't separate Lennon's vocals from that piano, I guess. Right. But then, guess what? Artificial intelligence. Oh, AI comes to the rescue. To okay. the rescue. So basically, I thought, you know what? We we talk about the negatives of AI a lot, but this is is a positive. It's um, it's something that's different, and they were able to put this together. Now, whether you like the result or not, it is kind of remarkable they were able to do that. And then I read uh, last night or this morning. Guess what? They may do more. So this may not be the last new Beatles song. <laughs> There's just so much in the entertainment world that is really, and I think rightfully so, up in arms over this whole thing. Because, I mean, AI can, can sample enough of somebody's voice. I mean, you could take this radio show and you could sample my voice from 100 episodes of this show and produce all the future shows. You know, because every word I've, I've ever said, you know, these kind of construct, you know, and I don't like that, quite frankly. I have a theater in my basement, but on the wall, I have the uh, the guy sitting in the chair with his arms, with his hands clasped around the front edges of the chair and the giant speaker in front of him and his hair's blowing straight oh, back. Oh, yes. And what does it say? Is it live or is it Memorex? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that should be the next, the name of the next generation of people in this country is, you know, the is it live or is it Memorex? Because this whole virtual thing is really getting crazy especially look like sphere you know the sphere in vegas i mean the stuff that they did there and there they've shown us and it's like this is unbelievable yeah i mean i mean stuff we do in our studio you know it's it's amazing the things that you can do and the number of people you can involve that you can have them anywhere in the world they're not really there they're somewhere else i'm kind of old school on this i guess you know that's that's one thing we have had a number of people that that have you know come in for appointments and they've said you know bruce the one thing i like about this is you guys are real even if we're doing zoom you know you get to see not only this generation which is me but you know we're one of the very very few firms in the country that the next generation is in place and these are people who are partners and have a vested interest in the firm, which is my son, Bruce, and my, my other partner, Chris, are on staff CFP. People like that security of knowing that, you know, they can make that phone call and get a real person at the other end of the, of the, the it isn't text me or email me and we'll get back to you. That drives me nuts when you go to a site and there's no way to contact them. You have to just email them and wait for them to get around to you. That makes me nuts. So, uh, you know, there's more people that like their guys, their, their person's going to retire or, you know, the bank now has a new person. You know, that person has their own ideas. They, they, they're not necessarily going to keep you on the same page or the same path that you were on. You're not going to get that at WealthCare. I mean, our get more retirement process is, is ingrained here. If you sit down with any of our advisors, Tony or Bruce or Chris or myself, the simple fact is you're going to get the same level of planning. You're going to get the same direction of planning. We're going to look for every possible opportunity to maximize your retirement wealth. And that will continue. And it will continue with real people, not AI or some algorithm. 
And you know, I can say, Bruce, that you are the same person on the air and off the air. A lot of people have an on-air persona, but you don't. You're the you're the real deal. I get to do what I love every single day of my life. I mean, I'm over 60 now, you know, and, and we talk about retirement. And I'm like, I don't know what I would do. I work in a business in an, in an industry where I don't really ever have to retire, you know, and that's the beauty of it. You know, I may not, I may not be in all the day-to-day operations per se, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be around. I'm going to be at meetings. I'm going to be in touch. You know, I mean, if you schedule an appointment, uh, you know, chances are I'm going to be in that meeting. That surprises people. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God, you're actually here. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not a 10-minute pop-in, you know. I mean, I want to sit down. I want to hear your story because everybody has their own unique story. And, you know, we have our story, which is wealth care. If we can't take you to a whole new level for your retirement planning, and if we can't show you ways to maximize your wealth that you have not had those opportunities in the past, then you can't become a client here. We have to have a tangible value for you. And that's something that is so old and so removed that you can't find anywhere anymore. Me, I'm old school. You know, there's got to be value in it. You know, that's how my grandparents were always telling me, you know, you, you always have to do better. You know, so is it better for you to follow the get more retirement strategy? You be the judge, but let's show you the tangible value we can create. Here's the number. 888-888-5601 and you can call right now. We want to thank you for joining us today for Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. I'm Cheryl White. We will be back next week and we hope you will be too. In the meantime, have a great week. been planning your retirement for some time, but now you are watching the economy and financial markets destroying your plan. If your path to retirement or through retirement is in question, it's time for a second option. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, we can help you elevate your planning to weather financial storms today and into the future. We know you don't want to postpone retirement or run out of money during retirement. So now is your best time to talk with an elite wealth strategist. Let us show you how our high level of planning and management can help you protect and grow your wealth during volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for a sustainable retirement income. Let us help you get your planning back on track and moving in the right direction. Now is the right time to upgrade your plan. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the wealth care team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Advisory services offered through the Wealthcare Investment Center, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through American Assets Financial Corp. and RIA Wealth Solutions LNC. The information contained in the material provided is for informational purposes only, and no statement contained here should constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our program content is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio program is sponsored by the Wealthcare Investment Center.